Welcome to Nerd Off, a weekly trivia podcast brought to you by Highball Trivia. Two contestants will face off in 10 categories. Each player will wager 10 or 20 points for their opponent on every question. If a player gets the question right, they get the points. If they get it wrong, their opponent gets the points. At the end of regulation, players will each face two final questions, one in each player's specialty. To earn their wager, which can be any or all of the points they've earned so far, players have to get both questions correct. Now here's your host, Andrew Buxbaum. All right. We have another wonderful matchup for you. Uh, This time, two former Jeopardy competitors going head-to-head. I've got McKinney Sizemore and Alex Jacob in the house tonight. McKinney, why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, Hey, everybody. Uh, My name is McKinney. I uh, work as the Associate Director of Question Production with International Academic Competitions. In addition to that, I run my own trivia uh, stream, Gentleman Octopus, and I've been on Jeopardy, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, and The Chase. And uh, thank you, Andrew, for having me on. Absolutely. The pleasure is all mine. As I was saying to you before we started recording, I've wanted you on for a while, but you know, you're you're an upper echelon player there. So we had to find someone else at that uh at the upper echelon to play, and I think we did. Alex, why don't you introduce yourself? Oh, thank you, Andrew. I'm Alex Jacob. Um, thanks for having me, Andrew. Good to see you, McKinney. Um, I was on Jeopardy in 2015, I won the tournament of champions and was on the all-stars thing they had a couple years back. Uh, this year launched a new trivia league called School of Trivia, so that's going pretty well. People are having uh, fun with it, it seems like. So um, if you're into that kind of thing and uh, if you're listening to this, um, you probably are. Um, you can check out more info about that at schooloftrivia.com. And uh going to have to check out uh, your stream, McKinney. I did not know about that. So it was Octop- Gentleman Octopus. Gentleman Octopus, yeah. I'll have to check out uh, awesome. School of Trivia as well. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'd love to have you. Actually, well, um, follow for follow. As of this recording, <laughs> uh, the new season is about to close up. So probably when it, uh, it'll be season nine time by the time this posts. But for, for you two, if you want to get into season eight, you still have a chance. So schooloftrivia.com. Right. If you want. Yeah, I definitely want to check that out. I believe I heard you mention it somewhere at some point, And I forget... Might might have been on Trivial I've been Warfare. Trying to do the rounds. I've been yeah. Trying to do the rounds of the podcast. It was on the Triviality and Trivial Warfare. Yeah, I can't remember which I was listening to and heard you mention it. And like, I was driving, so it was like a quick little mental note, and then I completely forgot about it. And then when you just mentioned it now, I was like, oh yeah, I was supposed to. I was supposed to check that out. So I definitely will writing it down here on my paper as we speak. You know, it's kind of uh, like a lot of trivia facts. I feel like you need to hear something about four or five times before it really <laughs> sticks. You know, those obscure facts. You think, oh, I'll remember that one. But then, of course, it comes up again and you don't. But about well, the fourth or fifth time. It's, it's funny. Still. It's funny that you mentioned that because our first category tonight is a little category I like to call Jeopardy Revisited. And um, <laughs> I went back to... Uh, episodes you guys were on and took questions you uh, took a question you missed so here's your opportunity to see if uh getting asked a question on jeopardy and missing it uh caused you to learn the okay. fact first, mm-hmm. first things first uh, alex is definitely at a disadvantage here he has so many more games to choose from i know uh in I fairness like there's a good chance that i get this one wrong but i, I won't say disadvantage but uh this could be a tough challenge let's see yeah, I kind of I kind of liked the idea from uh 
you know, when Trivial Warfare hits each hundred episodes and they go back on questions they missed. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. you know what? Thanks to thanks to Andy Saunders, I have a great, you know, accessibility to questions you guys have missed. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, what do you what do you guys want to wager here? Uh, McKinney, you think Alex is going to have some good recall on what he missed? Oh, absolutely. I would say 10 points. All right. Being cautious to start it off. And Alex, what do you think for McKinney? Yeah, I'll give him 10 as well. All right. Cautious out of the gate. I like it. Feeling each other out. McKinney. Thomas was the real name of this man who in 1936 graduated Boston College and joined the Massachusetts State House. Tip O'Neill. It is Tip O'Neill. First time around, you went Ted Kennedy. Yes, he did. <laughs> yeah, um, there, there are those, those three. They uh, absolutely circulate my mind from time to time. So. <laughs> no well, worries. Worst. All right. So good job recalling that Jeopardy tidbit. Alex, the Yes, Virginia editorial was the most famous read in the 117-year run of this city's Sun newspaper. Yeah, I remember this. This was the first question of the game, and all three of us wiped out, so we were all yep. negative to start the game. Um, I said, I guess Baltimore Sun at the time, just saying Sun of Baltimore, but I, I know it's uh, New York City, New York Sun. All right. Well, you both learned from your experience. I, I, I guess, you know, not having been there, but I, I, I would assume that uh, a question you mess, mess, miss on Jeopardy kind of sticks with you. Oh, dear God. Yeah. <laughs> all right yeah it, it might have been tough if you just use it like a triple stumper it might have been tougher but when you that's say true. the wrong thing that mm-hmm. sticks maybe sticks in your mind a little bit more that's true well wanted to just have a little fun with you guys there and who oh, knows yeah, that, yeah. that might come up again at some point who knows not saying question 10 or anything but it might be question 10 um which in in you know okay spoiler alert uh, question 10 is going to be double jeopardy revisited and it's going to be questions you guys missed in the double jeopardy round <clears throat> mckinney i got very lucky you only missed one in your double jeopardy round yeah I, like i said i i missed i missed three questions and they're pretty well rehearsed video <laughs> footage uh, my primary job is like writing and editing geography questions and there's permanent video footage of me saying that Murmansk is north of the primary so. <laughs> all right well your second category is going to be in William Shakespeare. Uh, Alex, what do you think McKinney knows about Shakespeare? Uh, he probably knows some stuff. I'll give him 10 points. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot of 10s with you guys. McKinney, same question to you. Uh, I, I think I'd like to try a 20. Shakespeare could be tri- tricky, um, you know, large oeuvre to choose from. Okay. Certainly some separator questions in there. Okay. All right, Alex. Desdemona is the wife of what Shakespeare character? Othello. That is Othello. Gamble hasn't paid off yet, McKinney. Hopefully you (laughs) grab yours. All right. McKinney, Mercutio is a close friend of what titular Shakespeare character? Romeo. That is Romeo. Writing down some scores here for you. All right, still a nice close game. You, I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of correct answers in this game. <laughs> All right, your third category is going to be in a category of food, and this is brought to you by Nick Groves and his We Don't Know Either Trivia Night Done Right uh, book that he released a few uh, years ago. 
that I've been plugging. All right. Cool. So check that out. Yeah, it's fun. He um he designed it so that you know if you need to host a trivia night, he gives you complete games. Um, oh wow! Yeah, it's a pretty cool book, and uh, a lot of times if I'm looking for something that pairs well with something else I've written, I'll give it a flip through and see if I find something. Um, and in this case, mm-hmm. McKinney, what do you think Alex knows about food? Well, definitely going to be jabbing a little bit more than going for the upper cut um, after that Shakespeare category. So let's go with 10. 10. All right. And Alex, are you going to play cautiously or are you going to go for the jugular? Um, he does look like a, uh, a svelte and slender man. Uh, yes, but clearly it's lean, because of his so baseball career. Just, does uh, does does he eat this guy? All right, we'll give him ten points. <laughs> you sound like uh, you sound like all of my high school coaches. <laughs> and you're probably just one of those lucky bastards who has a good metabolism. Until <laughs> eh, right about age twenty-eight, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, McKinney. What small French cake's name translates to little oven? Little oven, small French cake. Oven in Spanish. So, where does that translate? I really don't think I have anything for this. Um, I will say, I'll say quiche. Nope. I'm sorry. The answer is petite four. Oh, petty four. Okay. Yep. Little oven. See, Alex, you should have gone 20 there. Could have really just yeah. kicked the door in there. <laughs> in Indian cuisine, Alu, A-L-O-O, is what food? Oh. Just had Indian tonight. Yeah. Um, hmm. I mean, so I've seen like lamb vindaloo and hmm. Uh, what could that be? I mean, I know it's like a curry dish, but... I guess most Indian dishes are like a curry dish. It probably doesn't mean curry. Uh, crap. This is uh, definitely one I feel like I should know. I feel like I kind of have some of the adjacent answers in my head, like paneers, cheese, I believe. Um, so I don't know nothing about Indian food. But aloo... Um, I I don't think it could be so specific as to be curry. And what I'm trying to think of, I've probably had lamb vindaloo a couple of times, trying to think of what is else is in that dish. And I think my best guess is potato. Well, always trust your gut, especially with a food question. It is potato. Ooh, all right. That's a, that's a pull. Well done. Yeah. Well, thanks. Good job on that one. I thought I was going to have my my probably my only double stumper of the night. <laughs> Way to go and to go and get it there. <laughs> All right, your fourth category tonight is going to be in what I call the Jeffrey Segurton current events round. <laughs> um, Alex, what do you think McKinney knows about current events? You think he keeps up on things? Oh, sure. That's, he, he seems like a. Guy who keeps himself abreast of the the, the scuttlebutt out there. Uh, yeah, let's give him ten points. For two fun words, I'm also going to return it and say ten points. So, Alex, 
Spirit Airlines and Frontier called off their proposed merger, with Spirit now merging with what other airline? I think I saw this and it was JetBlue. It is JetBlue. All right, McKinney. One Medical is a healthcare chain that was recently purchased for $3.9 billion by what company? Amazon. It is Amazon. wonder if you get any kind of discounts if you're a Prime member. Probably not, though. <laughs> Sorry, we should have left. The healthcare industry is messed up enough without Amazon getting involved. So good job, guys. Uh, after four questions, uh, the score is Alex with 60 and McKinney with 30. Still a nice close game. Uh, your fifth category tonight is going to be a movie category. It's going to be explain a film plot badly. So I'll give you a badly explained film plot and the year, and you're to give me the title of the movie. Uh, McKinney, how do you think Alex is going to do with that? Uh, oh, categories like this. Categories like this, like the translations on the ones that aren't like direct trivia questions, I feel it could be tricky, so I'm going to put a 20 on this. Okay. I think now's your chance to do that. All right. And Alex, what do you think about for McKinney? Mm-hmm. I'll give him 10 points. 10 I points. know he's right. uh, works in entertainment. I don't know if movies is, is maybe music is more of his wheelhouse, but we'll see. Well, McKinney. Your year is 2017. A man destroys his home because he didn't want to share it with his sister after she broke his favorite toy. Destroys his home because he didn't want to share it with his sister after she broke his favorite toy in 2017. Ah, uh, not good. Um, fudge. Um, you can say f- I just beep it. It's okay. You don't got to say fudge. <laughs> I've heard the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if just, I uh, beep it. <laughs> I'm just coming off of having done like turnouts for middle schoolers and elementary schoolers and uh, trying to, you know, get back into it. Um, man destroys his house, destroys his house. That's got to be pretty uniquely identifying. Why would he destroy his house? I don't know. I, I just don't know. Um, I will say. Um, what was the second to most recent? I'll just say Halloween. I mean, you know, brother, sister. <laughs> I like that guess. It's, it's, it's a great guess. Um, but you know, he destroyed it because Asgard is not a place, it's a people. It was Thor Ragnarok. Wow, that's a definitely a convoluted way to get there. <laughs> It's fun though. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, yours is a 2004 film. A teen boy's body changes and he discovers he can shoot a white sticky liquid out of his body. Okay. Um, so you said 2004? 2004. I mean, I don't know the years of it. I mean, I'm a, it seems to be pointing to the Spider Man franchise. Um, I mean, the boy's body changes. I would think that would be happen in the first one. So I will say Spider-Man. All right. It is Spider-Man. And the key there to figuring out which of the Spider-Man franchises it was, it's not the amazing Spider-Man or Tom Holland's mm-hmm. because only Tobey Maguire actually uh, shot webbing out of his hands. 
the rest of mm-hmm. them used web launchers like uh you know that was a fun topic in the uh when they all met up all right that was fun yeah you know a lot of people complain about the fan service of that movie i loved it i personally loved it come on guys spoilers here no, i'm just kidding <laughs> please that was spoiled like six months yeah, before it yeah, even came yeah. out yeah. um it would have just been a colossal disappointment if they hadn't done that so it kind of had to happen all right so we're we are halfway through uh regulation and uh, alex is expanding his lead yep. uh thanks to that 20 point wager mckinney it's 90 to 30 but you can definitely still catch up i've had more insane flip-flops than this on episodes that haven't aired yet so you're still in this buddy don't give up you're a break for sure on the movie one i mean yeah I, I would not i would not have known thor ragnarok either that makes you feel any better mckinney that's cool that was a tough should have got i should should have got petty for them it, it, it would have made him feel better if you didn't get spider-man though yeah <laughs> So your sixth category tonight, guys, is going to be in airports. Uh, McKinney, what do you think Alex knows about airports? Uh, well, considering I'm um, so far behind at this point, I'm just going to go 10 and try to keep it more or less close. And Alex, what about McKinney? Do you think he knows a lot about airports? Does he seem well-traveled? Um, this is kind of one of those uh, topics that is kind of like a small set of information relatively and it kind of comes up so for trivia so people tend to to know it i'll I'll say 10 again okay 10 again perfect alex the airport in what city once named for was once named for a former state senator and was renamed in 2021 uh after a former u.s senator um Okay, 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not sure if the year is exactly right. I have an answer in my mind of an airport that I've been through many times. And it always takes forever to get your bags there, although I haven't been there in, in years, so a few years. So maybe it's not as bad. And I think mm, I'm trying to think if there's any other answer I have, but. This was probably around the right time. So you want the, the former name or the new name? I just want the city. Oh, the city. I'm thinking um, Las Vegas was renamed to Harry Reid Airport, I believe. Las like Vegas that. was renamed to Harry Reid from uh, McCarran. McCarran was a, a state senator from Nevada. Um, Harry Reid bashed him for many years, talking about how corrupt, racist, and horrible he was. Oh, really? Uh, and then they went ahead and named the airport after Harry Reid. I don't know if that was a little bit of self-lobbying there, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, it was It was named for him uh, just a few months before he passed, actually. Um, of all the cities for professional poker player, Alex Jacob, to get asked on Las Vegas. <laughs> Gotta love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, didn't even think of that when writing the questions. Oh, no, you shouldn't. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in retrospect, I'm like, ah, I should have flip-flopped who got those. All right. Um, well, you live and learn. McKinney, originally named uh, Moissant Field, M-O-I-S-A-N-T Field, after an aviation pioneer, this city's airport was renamed in 2001 after a famous musician. New Orleans. It is New Orleans. 
I'm Louis Armstrong. That, uh, those questions weren't flip-flops. Those <laughs> I didn't have Harry Reid. I didn't know they renamed it, actually. That's cool. Yeah, I I only discovered that when I went out there this year. I was like, oh wait, this isn't the same. This isn't the same airport name anymore. Your seventh category, gentlemen, is going to be in music, and it's going to be a name the song from the lyrics given to you. So it's a lyrics question. Uh, McKinney, what do you think Alex knows about uh, music? Uh, well, I feel like this is maybe my chance to get back in it, so I'll just say twenty. Twenty, absolutely. And Alex. Um, yeah, so I mentioned it before that I think, uh, am I right, McKinney, that you used to, uh, used to write in the music industry? Uh, I was, a, I was a journalist for Blues Rock Review and other albums. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. I knew it was something in that area. Anyway, I, I was going to go 10 anyway, no matter what you said, but we'll give him 10 points. You know, I feel so dirty when they start talking cute. I want to tell her that I love her, but the point is probably moot. Jesse's girl. Instantly. I like it. I like it. Karaoke staple, my friend. It is indeed. It's been so long since I've done karaoke. I don't think I've done karaoke since Vegas. There have been a couple of birthday parties, but that has been it since like 2020. Yeah. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Uh. I mean, the world, the world is, you know, getting a lot closer to back to normal, but there's still so many things that it's like, oh, man, I haven't done that since the before times. Alex, your lyric question. I hear her voice in the morning hour. She calls me. Radio reminds me of my home far away. Driving down the road, I get a feeling that I should have been home yesterday. Okay. Um, could I get a repeat by any chance? Absolutely. I'll repeat as many times as you guys want. Uh, it's your world. I'm just living in it. I'm just reading the questions here. It kind of all went out of my mind immediately. <laughs> <laughs> I hear her voice in the morning hour. She calls me. Radio reminds me of my home far away. Driving down the road, I get a feeling that I should have been home yesterday. Um, hear her voice in the morning hour. That line is the one that I feel like I should be recognizing for whatever reason. And... I'm not sure if I'm going to pull this one. I hear her voice in the morning hour. Driving should be home yesterday. Um, hmm. Hmm. Um, okay. Well, I guess I'll just time to come up with some kind of guess. Yeah. Anything. Hear your voice in the morning hour. Hmm. Oh boy. This is the tough part because I know it's, this is just like torture to listen to someone just dead air trying to think of something. Hopefully you can <laughs> edit this down a little bit. Oh, don't um, worry. I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hear what's the line after I hear your voice in the morning hour. It's not probably not going to help me, but just in case. It... I hear her voice in the morning hour. She calls me radio reminds me of my home far away. Radio reminds me. Um, no, I don't have anything, but I'll say take on me it is not take on me mckinney just for s's and giggles do you know what it is oh no not at all i feel like those words are familiar but i just can't pick the rhythm and i can't figure it out for a second i thought you had pulled it alex because the first word is take it's take me home country roads okay gotcha. <laughs> so when take came out of your mouth i'm like no way he just pulled it like, you gotta be kidding me 
And just like that, we have a closer game. It's now 100 to 70. All right. That's that's something. That is something. And we're heading into a literature category. So not as not as specific as good old Billy Shakes, but uh, just a general literature category. Uh, Alex, what do you think McKinney knows about books? Oh, he seems like a quite learned and, and well-read individual. So I'll give him 10 points. All right, perfect. And McKinney, what are you giving Alex? Uh, I, I feel like he's got a, a good chance of getting this, so I'm going to also give 10 points. All right, perfect. Alex, the narrative of Arthur Gordon Pym of Nantucket was the only novel of what author? It is a story about a castaway who experiences everything from shipwrecks to cannibalism. Um, that is pretty sure yeah, Edgar Allan Poe. That is Edgar Allan Poe. McKinney, this author's only novel was Invisible Man. He is also noted for a second unfinished novel, Juneteenth. Ellison. That is Ellison. I think Juneteenth is also alternately titled Three Days Before the Shooting. And I think he had another one that was like put together from fragments called Going to Meet the Man. Okay. Damn, that was flavor text that I didn't even have. This is why I bring you guys on. You make my job easy. All right. So your ninth category today is going to be in the topic of alcohol. And it's also brought to you by Nick Groves. Because when you think alcohol, you think Nick Groves. All right, McKinney, what do you think Alex knows about alcohol? Uh, well, uh, I, I know that I personally know quite a bit, so I'm guessing I'm going to probably get this right. So I will say 20 points, thinking that if he gets it right, I'll keep even. If not, hopefully, big lead. Okay. Alex, uh, what are you wagering for uh, McKinney here, now that he told you he knows a lot about alcohol? <laughs> That's probably a tall idea, wasn't it? <laughs> well i you know um I, the thing is here i can see in the zoom i mean for the listeners just for the benefit of the listeners i can see in the zoom chat that mckinney has a um handle of, of whiskey right here in in the shot and and he seems to be clearly inebriated so um i think i'm going to give him 10 points because he seems to <laughs> no i'm just kidding he's smirching mckinney's everybody. good name uh but yeah we'll go with 10 points Interestingly enough, it's a styrofoam cup of RC Cola. I was just at a place here in Chicago where the only like cola they had on draft or tap rather, that's this category draft, uh, was RC Cola, which was the first for me. Which is amazing. I love RC Cola. Yeah, right. I like RC Cola too. Only so gotten it out of the uh, ninety-nine cent freezer. <laughs> um, I mean, that's what uh, back when I was a kid, that's what Yankee Stadium used to have was RC Cola. So, like, that just brings that's me back amazing. to ball games as a kid. That's so, amazing. Yep. So, let's see. We got our wagers in here. Uh, McKinney, what flavor is the liqueur Cointreau? Uh, Cointreau is it's um it's like a it's like a bitter orange, but orange. Orange is what we were looking for. The bitter was just some nice extra flavor text. All right, Alex, what fruit juice is included in the recipe for a blue Hawaiian cocktail? Ooh, blue Hawaiian. Okay. So a couple ways to go with this. I don't know if blue is supposed to lead me somewhere. Obviously, blue Hawaii was a movie. 
could just be a name based on that and not having to do with the drink, although it probably is a blue drink, but there's not really blue is not really um not really a flavor except for blue blast. Um, <laughs> um so I mean Hawaii would lead me to kind of I guess a pineapple. Um or maybe like a orange or something, citrus, but that's probably not specific enough. Um, yeah, and I guess based on Hawaii, I, I guess I guess my best guess for a juice, not really having anywhere to go with this, uh, we'll say pineapple. Well, pineapple is correct. Makes sense. Nice work there. I hadn't even thought about the Hawaii aspect with the pineapple. Uh, yeah, the the blue from it is it's uh, it's blue curacao that's in the drink, so that's where right. it, that's where it gets its coloring from. Right. Not blue blast. <laughs> no, nah, nah. it's not Taco Bell with the Baja Blast uh, Mountain Dew. <laughs> All right. So your final that's category. A shout out to my final category for uh, anybody, any super fans listening. All right. So they, uh, <laughs> sorry to interrupt you. No, you're good. You. You're I, good. I, please step on your patter there. Nah, go for it. Please. I, I am the, the disorganized chaos podcast. All right. Your final category and regulation is uh double jeopardy revisited. So you'll be getting a double jeopardy question. Um, Alex, what do you think McKinney knows about what he missed in Double Jeopardy, considering he already answered the question in the, after the first question? Um, zero points. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go with 10 points. 10 points, no problem. And McKinney, what do you think Alex's retention is here? He showed you earlier that he uh, remembered uh, some stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just for, you know, sake of wagering, what are, what are our scores currently at? Uh, 130 to 90. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, I know how badly these missed answers really stick in your craw, so I'm sure it's pretty fresh. So I'm going to go with 10 points again. All right. Absolutely. And I hope I'm not upsetting anyone by bringing up questions you've missed before. <laughs> I realize it could come off as a dick thing to do. I just thought it was fun. As long as you don't pull out a, a few certain ones that were very significant that I missed, I'm not thinking you will. Well, I guess that was more a final Jeopardy. You said double Jeopardy. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Alex, the executive mansion in this state capital was the 19th century home of U.S. Senator James G. Blaine. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I remember. Um, I believe this is just like a total. This is one one of those rare ones that I'm pretty sure I, I remember. I knew this at the time. And it was just like a pure, um, like misfire brain fart. I said the I said the wrong thing. I think, unless I'm crossing it, and I have, still have the wrong thing. But I, I, it's James G. Blaine from the state of Maine. But for some reason, I said Michigan. Like I got my M states crossed up. But but it's uh, Maine. It is. Ah, uh, yeah, it's Augusta, Maine. You said uh, Lansing, Michigan, for the uh... yeah, yeah. All right. And McKinney, I think this one's going to blindside you. I think you have no idea where I'm going with this. Uh-huh. 
with a population of about 300,000, the port city of Murmansk is the world's largest city north of this geographic line. That's the Arctic Circle. It is the Arctic Circle. Murmansk came up in the All-Star Games, and I, I knew it, and I just wasn't sure. They asked for the, the, the city, and I, I felt like I knew it, and I didn't buzz in. I always regret that one. Ah. It's like one of those. It's the one that you always regret. I feel like for me, I always think about the ones that really didn't mean anything in the scheme of things. But you're just like, oh, I wish I would have done better in that in that moment. You know, I love getting a question being like, this is the answer. Right. And then that little voice in your head is like, no, you're going to sound like an idiot if you say that it's completely wrong. <laughs> and it turns out yeah. no, but it was right. And you just sat mm-hmm. there. I don't know if this happens to you, but I think in the moment, I'm pretty sure I think I was up against Brad and somebody else and like they had both wiped out on the question. And I was like, Oh man, if they got it wrong, like maybe I shouldn't be so confident <laughs> in what I thought it was. So maybe I'll just take my, you know, take my win from them getting it wrong. Yeah. So anyway, that's so. fair. All right. So we're heading into the final with a nice close game, 140 to 100. So it's going to come down to some wagering and question answering here. Uh, if you both just want to, after I give you the categories, if you both just want to message me your wagers, uh, take as long as you want to think about it, because that's the beauty of editing. Um, Alex, the category that you picked was The Office. And McKinney, the category that you picked was The Simpsons. So based <laughs> on what you think you know and what the other person knows, send me your wagers. Wait, so so I'm sorry. So can we go how is this exactly working can we go over this again yeah you're each going to be answering a question in both categories so the person who picked the category is going to get a harder question um and then the person who it's not their category is going to get a slightly easier question in that category and vice versa so you got to get both your questions right to uh to get your points okay and you're you're waging for yourself right you're wagering for yourself for the final yeah and we have to message you. What did you say the scores were? Uh, one forty to one hundred. There are some mathematics happening. I think calculating those uh, pot odds. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, wagering definitely uh, uh, leans towards Alex on this one, doesn't it? <laughs> but I guess we'll find out whether he uh, knows when to hold him and knows when to fold him. Spoilers, he probably does. Yeah, Alex, I would say join us in the uh, TWA poker group sometime, but you just clean us all out. I don't know. I don't know that anyone would appreciate that. Oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> check that out. <laughs> you guys play for fun or? Uh, no, it's just, uh, what do we do? Well, we do talk about on the air or whatever. Yeah. I'll edit it out. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, sure, we sure. do. We, we have an illegal gambling ring. Yeah, McKinney, when when I read that you uh, had said Prime Meridian for your answer, I was like, he just wasn't thinking. Like, that was a complete brain fart moment. I'm like, I know he knows this one. (laughs) Not exactly, no. Uh, Everything I knew about geography up to that point, I had learned, like, in the past three weeks leading up to that show. Oh, damn. Yeah, that uh, that was just a massive cram and just an area I never got to. It's funny because there was a category in one of the games right before mine. I was watching for the audience on Central American capitals, and it went 0 for 5. The the contestants missed every one of them, and Alex even said, "Whoa, well, we uh, won't be having that again." 
I was just baking <laughs> in the audience, having known three out of five and feeling so smart for having learned it all in a couple of weeks. Yeah, no, I can't tell you uh, like how many times I've I've had to to cram for a subject before like a theme night or something like that, just because mm-hmm. it's just oh man. And speaking of themes, we have some wagers in, so let's get to some nice themed questions here. We'll uh, we'll start with the office, and Alex, your question is going to be: since we all like trivia here. What was the name of Kevin Kelly, Aaron, and Meredith's trivia team? Okay. Um, I think I may actually know this. I'm just trying to double check in my head now. I'm trying to remember that episode. This is, this is tough because it's such a dense show that there's so much. But I think I do remember this, that there was a team called the Einsteins and I think it was them because the joke was that, that, you know, they weren't necessarily the Einsteins. Yeah. I think that's the answer. The Einsteins. Okay. So you say the Einsteins for that one. Perfect. Uh, McKinney, your office question. Kevin spilling his chili is an iconic moment in the office. So iconic, in fact, that the recipe for it ended up in the terms of service for what streaming app? Um, so when The Office came to streaming, I think they wound up on... I think it's Peacock. Okay, so McKinney says Peacock. Moving over to The Simpsons, uh, McKinney. What line of dolls does Smithers collect? Malibu Stacy. You answered that quickly enough that I think you might be collecting them also. <laughs> All right. And what Alex. Was what was it? Malibu Stacy? Malibu Stacy. That's, what, that's yeah. what McKinney claims, and he sounds confident. Yeah. yeah. All right, Alex. Zero points for him. The uh, the Simpsons main title theme was composed by who? This person also lends their singing voice to Jack Skellington in The Nightmare Before Christmas. Yeah. Um, uh, Oingo Boingo's Danny Elfman. All right. So let's review our answers. Uh, in the office, you are correct. The Einsteins was the team of the office dum-dums. And uh, McKinney, after thinking that out there, there was basically two choices when it when the office first came to streaming it was on Netflix and then when it was pulled when Peacock was made it was on Peacock. Peacock is the correct answer though. They're a little bit more fun than Netflix. All right, Smithers does collect Malibu Stacy dolls and Danny Elfman did uh compose the main theme. So we both are getting our wagers here, so it's going to come down to wagers. Uh, Alex, you were in the lead with 140. What did you wager today? Well, I may have outthunk myself a little bit here, as it turns out. But my thinking was that I didn't really feel that confident that I would get the office question right. Because Even though it was your category. Really have, yeah, I didn't really have. I mean, I've seen every episode of The Office multiple times. And I had a feeling it would be one of these where you picked you know, a fact from one episode. It's very hit or miss whether you're going to remember that. Anyway, I wasn't feeling confident. I went for the strategy route. So um, 
I kind of left the door open for McKinney here. So the suspense is still uh, there for the listeners. I wagered uh, 19 points. It's almost like the guy who took the wagers in strategically has one person say their wager first to leave the suspense there. All right. So you will finish with 159 today. All right, McKinney, you had a hundred coming into it. If you wagered more than 59 points, you are today's winner. McKinney, what did you wager today? I don't know why this number came to me, but it's kind of funny that we both wagered a number, teacher's number ending with nine. I said 99. All right. So with a final score of 199 to 159, McKinney actually sneaks in and steals the win. My goodness. Good game. Good game. Yeah, well, for sure. That's gotta be that's gotta be a scoregami on this show, right? What? That's gotta be a scoregami, right? A score that's never occurred before. I don't think we've <laughs> had a 199, but uh I mean then again, you know. Only 11 episodes have been published so far, so hey, give it, give it time. Right. Give it time. It'll happen. It'll happen. We're setting trends. We're setting trends. You're going to have nothing but uh, odd numbers going forward after this game. <laughs> it's quite possible. I mean, I probably, I probably would have uh, had the same wager you did, McKinney, just because uh, a lot of times I have very much an effort attitude and, you know, like to push all but one in just to cover my ass a little bit. Uh, but yeah, that was a great game, guys. Um, is there anything Absolutely. you guys want to plug on the way out, Alex? I'll let you have uh, first word. Uh, did you want to, you know, uh, sure. plug again? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Sure. Look, I'll give another plug. Always be plugging. Hashtag always be plugging. <laughs> um, schooloftrivia.com. Um, so it's uh, five theme questions, a theme quiz every Monday through Friday. It goes to your email and uh, you fill out your answers and your scores go against everyone in your division. There are five skill divisions. So it's kind of a competitive, competitive experience for everybody. So uh, don't feel uh, intimidated and um, yeah. Um, appreciate it. If you check it out, school of Also, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, uh, it's who is Alex Jacob there. And um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Thanks again for having me. Absolutely. I like the Twitter handle. That's uh, that's clever. <laughs> all right and mckinney uh anything you'd like uh, to plug on your way out yeah yeah absolutely so i mentioned at the top of the show i work for a company called international academic competitions it's uh founded and uh run by david madden of jeopardy fame uh we run buzzer based events for elementary middle school junior varsity and varsity students in north america and abroad and if you want to get involved and find a regional event and maybe qualify to go to one of our fun nationals or week-long history or geography tournaments go to iacompetitions.com awesome well thank you guys so much for being on this was great uh it's always fun having some high profile people on the show i was second that plug uh, for mckinney as well i've worked a, a couple times at um david madden's events the history history bees and bulls and, and and geography stuff and um yeah it's all, all really good really good events good stuff Awesome. Thanks. Thanks. I'll have to check out School of Trivia and, uh, you know, let me know oh, if you're down you. for a rematch because uh, I feel like there's a best of three. <laughs> Ooh, you know what? I'm, I'm kind of digging it. I'm kind of digging it. We'll have to make that happen. All right, guys. Thank you so much. All right, have thanks a good night, everybody. Thanks, All right, have a good night, guys. That's it for this episode of Nerd Off. Tune in next week. Same nerd time, same nerd channel.